He grew up in the oil fields of West Texas. He's been all over the Western Hemisphere. A radio and TV veteran, former restaurateur, and a cowboy at heart. He's Earl Farrell, and he calls Memphis home because Memphis is cool. This is the Earl Farrell for Memphis Show, brought to you by Southern Security, your home team credit union, and by Kathy Thurman Edwards State Farm Insurance. And now, here's your host, Earl Farrell. And thank you very much, and uh, welcome in on this 18th day of December, just a week away from Christmas. Can you believe it? Well, you better, because it's a coming. Uh, lovely day out there. It's a, the wind is a little brisk. Uh, I think the high today was only supposed to get up to around 46. May have gotten a little bit warmer than that, but with the wind out of the northwest, it didn't really feel that much warmer. But if, if you're just looking out the window, it looks uh, nice, blue sky and uh, some sunshine. And a uh, lot of parties, a lot of things going on in the city over the weekend. I went to a big uh, party Saturday night, went out to dinner. My uh, sister and her husband, uh, Greg, were in town from Texas, and we all went out to Jim's place, had a wonderful dinner there. East, uh, that was Saturday night. Then uh, we went on to a party at uh, Kirby and Glenn. If you know Kirby and Glenn, you know the party I'm talking about. It was so packed that the, the, the valet parker said there's no nothing left to park. There's no place left to park. And I said, oh, yeah, there is. I'm parking right over there. <laughs> and so I did. I just pulled into this circle drive and pulled over and kind of pulled in front of this other car, got out, and didn't hand in my keys. It went to the same party about three or four years ago, and they had a new uh, valet parking service, and the guys just threw all the keys in this big box. <laughs> Talk about a disaster. After everybody was trying to leave, they said, "Where, you know, where's your little card?" They said, "You don't need your card. We don't know what. We didn't match them up with other cards. So there's just in this big box. You need to get your cell phone, turn the light on, and you go through the box and see if you can find your key." <laughs> I kidding you. Uh, they weren't invited back, uh, but we did find the buy cars and were able to salvage that. But it was a great party, great music. Got to see a lot of people. Everybody's all dressed up for the holidays, which is fun. Uh, a bunch of folks have been in something at the Hunt and Polo Club. They were all in black tie. Looked like a bunch of movie stars coming from some screening of some big movie. And uh, so they looked great. Uh, we were just wearing, you know, uh, kind of dressy clothes, but not uh, black tie. And then uh, Sunday, uh, we got invited to a Cookies with Santa party, and that was really fun. They had Santa showed up and my little grandson was standing at the front door and he goes santa's coming he's driving a car <laughs> which santa explained is because of the traffic situation in memphis if he came in on his sled with the reindeer it caused a lot of problems so he parked the sled outside town at this nice farm and they were going to take care of the reindeer for him well he borrowed a car and drove on into memphis uh, to have cookies and he read a couple of christmas stories and and all the kids had cookies and cupcakes and sugar and more sugar and cupcakes and cookies by the time they left they were bouncing off the walls <laughs> like a big ping pong battle uh but they had a great time there's a picture i put up on my facebook page of my daughter and my little grandson sitting in santa's lap and i got some uh, christmasy uh, glasses on and uh so those are up there uh, later in the show we're gonna have um Randy Hutchison with the Better Business Bureau stop by talking about medical bill uh, financials. This is your company you can go to and set up accounts that if you ever have some big medical bills come in that aren't all paid for by your health care, 
uh, these will step in and it'll pay it, and then you can pay it back over a number of years, which you got to be careful because a lot of these are, are scams. Plus, I promise you, you could go to the hospital in question and say, look, I ain't got any money. I'll pay you 10 bucks a month the rest of my life, and they'll just have to take it because that's what they got to do. So keep that in mind. But we'll talk more about that with Randy Hutchison uh, here in just a bit. And then also we're going to check in with uh, my good friend Mike Moore, who's the owner of Buckaroo Hatters, custom hats in um, in Covington. And uh, he is probably the best hat maker in this whole part of the world. In fact, people come from all over the world to Covington to get uh, custom-made hats made. Primarily, he does Western-style hats, but he, he'll do snap-brim hats. Uh, any kind of hat you want, they can make it. And it's handmade, custom-made for your head. And the brim, you, you can select the, the width of the brim, the gauge of the of the felt from Beaver. I mean, it's uh, it's the real deal. And we're going to check with him at 4 o'clock. It's a great Christmas gift. What you do is you give them a gift certificate. And then they go down, because you got to go in person. And you go down, go to Covington and get measured and pick out. they got all kinds of examples to look at and pick out a hat. And it takes a, a number of weeks. It could, could even take months because they get so far behind but to get it. But once you got it, you got it. And people will comment it for the rest of your life. These hats do not wear out. And then at 4.30, we got Lieutenant Joe Fox, good friend of mine with the Shelby County Sheriff's Office, who is going to check in with the, their Christmas safety checks. Uh, they'll go by houses if you're planning on traveling during the holidays, coming up for Christmas, and you live in an unincorporated area of Memphis, you just let the Sheriff's Office know, and they'll do drive-bys, make sure your house is secure, nobody's monkey around stealing your Christmas lights or anything. So he'll check in, and we'll talk about that. Uh, they had some excitement over the weekend with the president he was at the beach again he goes to the beach a lot uh but uh his motorcade apparently there was uh somebody that ran into one of the black suvs that uh in the long line of suvs that always goes wherever the president goes and uh i don't know how much damage was done but they had some video of uh biden standing there with his mouth hanging open going what what anyway we get some a little bit of uh, audio from that cut number two Open the door. Well, things to run into the presidential motorcade. Um, and uh, yeah, some other audio that was kind of interesting. We got uh, Trump on restoring and expanding the Trump travel ban once he's back in office. Cut number three. I will immediately restore and expand the Trump travel ban on entry from terror plague countries, and I will implement strong ideological screening. For all immigrants, if you hate America, if you want to abolish Israel, if you sympathize with jihadists, then we don't want you in our country. We don't want you. <laughs> That's our new policy. You don't like us? We don't let it let you in. Uh, here's Trump again on people coming into our country from all over the world. Cut number four. We got a lot of work to do. They're poisoning the blood of our country. That's what they've done. They poison mental institutions and 
prisons all over the world, not just in South America, not just the three or four countries that we think about, but all over the world they're coming into our country from Africa, from Asia, all over the world. They're pouring into our country. Nobody's even looking at them. They just come in. Uh, the crime is going to be tremendous. The terrorism is going to be. Terrorism is going to be. And we built a tremendous piece of the wall. And there you are. It's, uh, and, and they keep denying it. That, no, there's not a problem here. I mean, they show the border every day on Fox News. You know, uh, last week, I think the biggest week they ever had, something like 17,000 came across in one day. 17,000 people. How'd you like to have 17,000 people show up in your little town every single day going, we ain't got no money, we ain't got no job, and we sure ain't going to get one. At any rate, that's what we're looking at now. And then here, Vivek, who's running for president, says that uh, Ramaswamy says that Ronna McDaniel should resign as the failed chairwoman of the RNC, cut number six. The only person in this race who can say that Ronna McDaniel should resign as the failed chairwoman of the RNC. Get the hell out of our house. We're done. <laughs> um, and uh, she says no. Uh, she's not going to do that, but she had to have a great track record. And then, um, Nikki Haley says that John Carl, you guys are exhausting, says that normal people aren't obsessed with Trump. Uh, cut number 10. I mean, he's running on retribution. He wants to go out and he talks about annihilating his enemies and using the criminal justice system to do so. What, what do you, what do you think of that? You guys are exhausting. You're exhausting in your obsession with him. The thing is. The normal people aren't obsessed with Trump like you guys are. The normal people care about the fact that they can't afford things. They feel like their freedoms are being taken away. They think government's too big. I know y'all want to talk about every single word he says and every single tweet he does. That's exactly why we need a new generational leader. Because people don't want to hear about every word a person says or every tweet. They want to know how you fought for them that day. And they want to know how their life is going to be different. And life would be a whole lot different if the media would stop this obsession with Trump. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Uh, but she is right. Uh, people don't care about uh, the media's assessment of Trump. They know who Trump is. They know who Joe Biden is. I mean, it's not like you got a candidate running against another candidate that nobody knows anything about. You got Biden for the Democrats. You got Trump for the Republicans. And everybody pretty much knows who everybody is. So it really is. Uh, they, and Biden says the, the polls don't matter. Well, they do, because uh, these are the people who are going to be voting that are saying we don't like what he's done to the country. Uh, but we are fighting back, and the way we're doing it is giving away tickets to the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. How about that? 75 bucks a ticket uh, that you're not going to have to spend. And I've got two of them in my hand, even as we speak, that we're going to give away right now. All you got to do is call 260-5926 and um, say that uh, you know who the University of Memphis is playing in the Liberty Bowl. And uh, I'll tell you who that is. It's Iowa State. You got to remember that when you call the number because that's the secret voids, uh, Iowa State. And so give us a call at 260-5926, and we'll take the fifth caller. And congratulations. And all you got to do is come by the station and pick up your tickets. And also, you're going to get a, a box of Mannheim. Uh, this is a steamroller cinnamon hot chocolate box. And you get a card, and you send the, the card number in, and they'll send you the hot chocolate. So 
that's a little bonus that we're giving out as well. But uh, give us a call, and I hope you get the tickets, and I'll see you at the game because I'll be there as well. All right, we're going to take a quick break, then we'll be right back. Stay with us. And welcome back on this uh, Monday, one week away from Christmas. And speaking of that, Neiman Marcus has their Christmas catalog out now. I don't know if you've ever seen it, uh, but Neiman Marcus is a department store out of Dallas, Texas, and it's like uh, the ball holla of department stores for women. And uh, I used to like that when I lived in Dallas, I used to like going there just to see the people who came in there and the people who work there. They don't look like the rest of us. Let me tell you that right now. They are highfalutin, as we like to say. and uh, But every year they put out this catalog, this gift book. And uh, this is the one for 2023. And some of the items in here is a star in your own animated Disney movie for just 510 grand. As uh, so this is one of the most original exclusive listings in this year's book. Our one-of-a-kind uh, movie offer. And uh, also... Uh, <laughs> So you're not your picture won't be in there. You'll be an animated character. So they'll just have your voice as the character. So that that could be kind of cool. Then there's a passport. Explore the finest destinations and experience around the world in the Forbes Passport newsletter. I don't know what that's about, uh, but uh, they're more on the uh, Disney wish in celebration of 100 years of Disney magic. The upcoming release of its all-new animated musical, Wish, the entertainment company has created a once-in-a-lifetime experience. You'll have the rare opportunity to see an animated version of yourself brought to life in a short video created by Walt Disney Animation Studios. Recipient will voice their own character, enjoy a private tour of the studios in Burbank, receive a coveted invitation to a Disney film premiere in Hollywood. A charitable donation is being made to make a wish in honor of this gift. So that's where the, the dough goes. Then you got the Ralph Lauren Olympic experience in Paris. This is 210 grand. Join Ralph Lauren and an official outfitter at Team USA at the Olympic Games in Paris 2024. Now keep in mind, they got a real bed problem, bed bug problem in Paris right now. They're, they're working on it, but I don't think they've solved it. Before you shell out the 210 grand, you might want to make sure they've got that kind of nailed down. Enjoy three nights in Paris. Dinner at Ralph's restaurant at Ralph Lauren Merchandise. Cheer on Team USA with tickets to the Olympic Games opening ceremonies and two Olympic events. Exclusive access to Team USA House allows you to dine, celebrate, and watch live broadcast of the games. You'll also receive merchandise signed by Ralph Lauren, athlete roster, plus items from the Ralph Lauren X Team, USA Village Wear Capsule Collection. And a portion of the proceeds will be donated to Team USA Fund. I think I'd pass on that. This one I would be interested in. Yachting Treasure Hunt in Bali, 485 grand. Embark on a nine-day adventure through the islands of Indonesia for a yachting experience uh, with perilous yachting. You'll fly into Bali, then board a 137-foot Benici sailing yacht to relax with a spa treatments, kayaking, diving, and immersion in local traditions. You will begin to discover the series of clues. You could cruise through some of the Indonesia's islands, hike through the jungle, explore caves and waterfalls, scuba dive, and learn the art of Mahjong and Palgro. The hunt ends with a beach party beneath the stars 
and a $150,000 voucher for you to fill your treasure chest with Neiman Marcus jewelry. A portion of the proceeds will be donated to Perilous Foundation. That sounds kind of cool, but you could probably go to the dive shop and get a trip to Bali a lot cheaper. I'm just saying. Uh, Con Film Festival Choppered Experience. This is 500 grand. Escape to the French Riviera for the Con Film Festival as a guest of Maison Chapard, a festival's official sponsor for more than 25 years. Experience a four day trip to the Con's famous five star palaces. They receive admission to the invitation only Con Film Festival, where you'll walk the red carpet, <laughs> attend a film viewing. The recipient will also receive 500,000 voucher to be used toward the purchase of a unique piece of Chapard high jewelry. A portion of the proceeds will be donated to the Heart of Neiman Marcus Foundation. I don't know if I would be going for this. I mean, you know, you walk out of that red carpet, everybody start snapping your picture. They're going, who is this? Go, hey, I think I had shelled out a half a mil to come here. This was kind of unique, but I don't think I would get it if I was living in Memphis. Electric Cadillac Celeste Carmen. For the first time ever, Cadillac will introduce the commissioned one-of-a-kind Celeste Carmen, most technologically advanced vehicle they have ever made. It offers Super Cruise hands-free driver assistance technology with advanced HD interactive displays, an individualized four-zone microclimate system, and a smart glass panoramic roof that can be customized to suit each passenger's distinct preferences. Also indulge in a two-day experience in Detroit with Cadillac for a behind-the-scenes look at how this bespoke vehicle is tailored to reflect each owner's individual taste. The Carmen experience at the Cadillac House and Artesian Center will allows you to experience an ultra-luxury automobile journey through design, craftsmanship, and technology. A portion of the proceeds will be donated to Detroit Opera House. But you can imagine having an, uh, almost a million-dollar car in Memphis? I mean, just, just the thought of having your windows busted out, because you can imagine what that costs. And good luck getting them replaced, because uh, I'm sure that this car has custom-made windows, and so... And then if they just outright stole it. Uh, and some of the other gifts is a Milan experience with a famed interior designer. I'd pass on that. Uh, perform with the American Ballet Theater. I think I'd pass on that. I did take ballet when I was a little kid, but it lasted about a week. Uh, Baccarat Crystal Experience in Paris, 75 grand. I think I'd pass on that. Uh, anyway, those are the... Those are the Neiman Marcus goodies they're offered up this year. Uh, I, myself, am uh, looking forward to my grandson's choo-choo train that we're going to get him. <laughs> it's a lot less than the Cadillac they're offered through Neiman Marcus. But, uh, that's another story, but I am looking forward to it. I think every kid should have a choo-choo. I still remember mine. And uh, this one is the little Polar Express. And they went to see the Polar Express uh thing at Opryland in nashville just a few weeks ago with his mom and dad and kathy went with him and uh had a ball and he came back talking about the polar express trains so i said that's what we're gonna get him so that's what we got him. all right we're gonna take a quick break and then uh, we got randy hutchison with the better business bureau coming in talking about a way to help curb your health care or is it a way we'll talk about it And thank you very much. Welcome back. Uh, joining me now in studios, Randy Hutchison with the Better Business Bureau. 
and got kind of a, it's a it's a warning really that just to be very careful about uh, looking into this as a possible fix for your health care. It's a kind of a uh, a credit card, if you will, or a payment method. If you have uh, health problems and have to go to the hospital, have some kind of health care, and your insurance or Medicare doesn't pay for all of it, and your your other addendums don't pay for it, yep. then what this will do will pay for it, and you can pay them back in installment plan. Yeah, and let me say up front that this is it's not a scam. It's not illegal. It's just uh, really I'm passing on advice from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, the government agency, about what are called medical financing plans, credit cards, installment loans. They've just done a study, and they've said people just need to be aware that sometimes these things are somewhat high cost, and sometimes they may be so easy to get that maybe you'll end up getting a medical procedure done you might not otherwise get done. (coughs) But the CFPB says about half of U.S. adults have difficulty affording the cost of their health care. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> they say that the, <coughs> I'm losing my voice here. <laughs> well, it's the, all this stuff in the air that is, uh, you know, uh, another front, because I've, I've talked to so many people lately that have had that cough and just can't get rid of it. Now, he's going to grab some water real quickly, uh, but uh, you know what we're talking about, everybody in Memphis, in fact, all over the country. I was talking to somebody in New York today, and they were hacking it up, and um, it's just stuff going around. There is also this, uh, and so check yourself if you are having symptoms, uh, uh, because there's a COVID, a strain of COVID going around, and they call it that long-run COVID where you just, get a cough it's you don't feel as bad as the first rounds of covid where people were having to go in the hospital but you get this cough you just cannot get rid of uh, i had it wasn't the covid because i've been tested negative but it was uh just to uh, continue to uh just uh, and i still every once in a while you have no warnings coming all of a sudden you just go ah! and uh which makes it interesting when you're doing a live radio broadcast because you you got no way of uh, hitting a cough button button or anything else. So, uh, but he said, "Grabbing some water." And what they're talking about with this is it is a it's a like an insurance policy, really. And it, it uh, and there are all different formats of it. Uh, but what you do is you go ahead and you buy into the thing, and then if you have get have some kind of a health procedure, and you need to uh, to check it out and uh, go have some procedure done. Then you use your insurance policy to cover most of it. Then the other part, uh, this will supposedly uh, cover it. And Randy's back with us now. I hope I'm okay. I just got a frog in my throat here. There you go. But, <clears throat> yeah, again, the advice is that these, I think you covered part of it, these medical financing plans, credit cards, installment loans, uh, help you get something you might not <clears throat> otherwise be able to pay for. Uh, one of the concerns is that they say uh, that doctors or other health care providers may, or, or people in the front office, may recommend a procedure that is more than you need. On the other hand, it's a way to uh, perhaps pay for something that you need <clears throat> that you might not otherwise be able to pay for. Uh, they were, uh, the CFPB, says that they're generally more expensive even than credit cards. Uh, so here's the advice. 
the uh, the providers like them, and, and again, this is nothing wrong with them. The providers like them because they get paid immediately. They don't have to handle their own receivables, mail statements, uh, negotiate billing disputes, or even collect debts. Uh, but you ought to ask them first if there's some government program or other program that requires them to give you some sort of a discount that once you put it on a credit card or a financing plan, you may have a, have a hard time getting. Again, you may be prescribed or elect to receive more expensive treatment than you would otherwise. One financial company, according to the CFPB, promotes its product to medical providers saying, this gives you, the business owner, the power to upsell and increase your sales. Of course, all retailers would like to be able to do that. Yeah. That's the basis for uh, many sorts of financing plans, many sorts of credit cards, these buy now, pay later options that are out there now. But I think you want to be a little bit more careful when it comes to uh, medical treatment. But again, in fairness, uh, you may be able to get helpful treatment earlier than otherwise. Just be sure you understand all the fees, uh, all the terms of a medical financing plan, and that you can make the payments and probably look to other forms of credit that, uh, if they're available to you, that uh, may be lower cost. And they can also, all hospitals do this. I had it with my son when he was at Lebonner. Uh They said his condition, he had asthma, and he got pneumonia, and they said it was a precondition with, with asthma, and so they said our insurance wouldn't pay for it. Yeah. And so we worked out a payment plan with Lebonner. It took us about <clears> 10 years, but we sent them something every month. You just cannot miss a payment. Well, you don't want to miss a payment, but but also that's why, but, but, again, this is not a warning not to take out these sorts of plans. It's simply a warning. It's really good advice with any sort of uh, uh, credit uh, from the very cheapest to the most expensive, you know, payday loans we've talked about. You just want to go into it with your eyes open, understand what it's going to cost you. Right. Don't be mesmerized simply by the monthly payment. Understand what the interest rate and the other costs are, and then if... If it is worth it, if it's something you want to do, uh, makes sense, then uh, uh, the CFPB says, fine, go ahead and do it. Uh, the other thing I want to get into just a little bit is uh, <clears throat> gift cards right now, because I was at uh, the Walgreens. A woman had bought a gift card, yeah, and she came up there to, to redeem it. They said, there's nothing on here. Uh, you said that there's a different ways that can happen, and, and one of them is the, the thieves get in there, and they'll put something, uh, a diversion number on there that'll notify them when it's been activated and loaded. They take all the money out of there. Then when you go to give it to somebody, you go to use it, there's nothing yeah, there. Yeah, there's various ways they do it. The most common is they'll actually go into the store, hopefully uh, you know, plan to be, not be seen, not be caught by the store personnel or management. They'll take a bunch of the gift cards. They'll scratch off the uh, you know the coding that, that covers the numbers. Write those down, the activation numbers, the PIN numbers, then in some other, in some way cover those back up, put them back on the rack, and somebody goes and buys it. Somehow the crook has a way to know the card has now been bought. It's about to be activated, and they loot it. Uh, uh, <clears throat> the other thing you have to be careful of are these um, websites that sell, used as the right term, but resell gift cards and, mm -hmm. and perhaps some sort of a discount again you're you're really a little bit more even a risk there to know if you buy something is it going to have the value on the card that's advertised 
And we've seen a lot of these uh, gift ideas right now for, huh. on, on Facebook. Uh, they'll pop up and it'll be something they'll say right now on sale for. But how do you know if it's a legit deal or not? Well, you, you don't. It's hard. We talk about Facebook and social media uh, in particular. Of course, there's a lot, of, a lot of legitimate advertising, a lot of legitimate offers there. But boy, I don't want to say as many, but certainly too many uh, offers uh, that are not legitimate. Uh, the other thing with gift cards, by the way, is once you get it, if you get it as a present, don't stick it in the drawer and forget about it. First of all, that's then you just never get the benefit of, of somebody's uh, generosity. But even more importantly, even if you know you're going to use it, a good idea to use it relatively quickly. You know, a lot of re- particularly smaller retailers, but it's not just small ones. There's been big ones that uh, if they don't make it at Christmas time, they don't make it. And uh, if they go out of business, then uh, uh, your gift card uh, is going to be worthless. Yeah. So don't let it just sit there. Use it. it yeah, because a lot of do have expiration dates on them, and after a certain time, it says this is a northern boy. I think for the uh, no, I think for the most part, uh, they cannot allow the value to expire altogether. I, either they, I, I'm not, I'm, I'd have to check the laws, but I know that either they're required to not put an expiration date or if they do put an expiration date they have to give you an opportunity to re-up it if you will they can't just say after a certain period of time uh you're out of luck but the best thing is redeem it as soon as possible. yeah just don't i mean generally those are you know a year or years and, and you just really you not to wait a year or years to use a gift card that's right well uh merry christmas uh yep, thank you next week will be uh your usual day to be here will be off it'll okay. be christmas day so uh, everybody have a safe one, and uh, we'll see you after Christmas. All right. Well, I think it's New Year's the year after that. Well, so you're right. So it'll be a couple, couple so. of weeks. You get a break from me. Well. So congratulations. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break. You'll get a break from me uh, for just a minute, and then we'll be back. Monday afternoon, the 18th day of December. Let's say congratulations to uh, William Edwards. He's the winner of today's uh, tickets to the AutoZone Liberty Bowl coming up on the 29th of uh, December. That's a Friday. The game's set to kick off at 2.30. And uh, it's, it's supposed to be in the upper 50s that day, but like right now, it's, it's in the upper 50s. And it's cold out there. So I don't know what the – I guess it's just damp. But uh, so be aware of that. Uh, Liberty Bowl is. I've been there. Well, uh, the um, Alabama played when Bear Bryant. It was his last game, and then he retired shortly after. And that was the coldest one I've ever attended. And it was. I mean, I had on winter everything, and I still was just frozen by the end of that game. <clears throat> None of us knew it was going to be his last game. None of us knew that. Uh, on top of that. It was just going to be a, a matter of time before he passed away after he retired. I mean, he was gone within a year. Uh, I'll never forget covering his funeral. Uh, first, we went to where he grew up in Arkansas, and I did a, a piece on that. And uh, it's a little bitty town in Arkansas. And he was orphaned, uh, Bear Bryant was, uh, as, a, as a young child, like eight, nine years old, and actually grew up in the uh, – in the um, uh, a pool hall in a room above a pool hall and uh the town kind of raised him 
and he uh, went to school there, played football, high school football, got a scholarship to University of Arkansas, and as the story goes, he hopped a freight train and rode that freight train to Fayetteville, uh, where he went and uh, got into the scholarship program, played football there, uh, coached a number of places, and then was at A&M for a bit before he ever got to Alabama. Uh, but as as incredible as he was, and I have to admit this, that Saban has been probably the best coach that's ever lived. Uh, modern, ancient, uh, current. Uh, he's just an incredible coach, and we'll see what happens uh, this coming uh, bowl game season. Uh, they're going to be playing uh, Michigan in the Rose Bowl, and if they win that and Texas beats Washington, then it'll be University of Texas plus Alabama. And that should be a battle royal. Well, whoever they end up playing, it'll, it's going to be something to see. Of course, I thought it could be something to see yesterday with the Cowboys. That I wish I hadn't seen it. It was a, that was a disaster. Uh, but uh, hey, football. I don't get mad about it anymore. I just go well. Let's eat dinner early tonight. Uh, this I thought that was a pretty interesting story. Arm store clerk who scared off sledgehammer wielding suspect says he's had enough of escalating crime. Uh, Bay Area store owners spoke to, uh, out to a Fox affiliate after successfully repelling a band of would-be thieves armed with sledgehammers who rushed into his store and made a beeline for his glass case of valuables. Albert uh, Marcoux of the estate consignment shop in Contra Costa County said, enough is enough as it pertains to the rolling criminality going on in California, particularly in San Francisco. Surveillance video showed a woman leaving the store and holding the door as the masked bandits rushed in. As they approached the, the rear counter, Marcoux could be seen backing into a corner and pulling out a thirty-eight revolver, which caused the group to stop in their tracks and turn uh, to flee. That'll, that'll give you a pause up. To, to think about it for a second anyway said uh, the local report said police arrived within seconds but were unable to pursue the criminals lots of crimes happen around us the many stores they get robbed smashed are around here said the store owner but you know a few make uh, miles from us it's like walnut creek city danville san ramon and enough is enough and nobody's doing anything he said Walnut Creek is notably the site of a 2021 flash mob smash and grab spree in 2021 that made national headlines. Another similar incident occurred in the popular Broadway Plaza area in October where the Louis Vuitton store was targeted by a group of at least 10 people. Marquis added he had a premonition his store might be held up in a large-scale retail theft becoming uh, synonymous with the Bay Area. And when he saw the men and the sledgehammers marquis said he wanted to make a statement that retailers would not put up with this stuff anymore we have to take a stand you know we have to pay our politicians to do something about it but nothing's being done and it's not i mean you hear about it all the time you hear about it in memphis <clears throat> i know josh hammond who has busters has been hit three or four times in the last year uh hog wild ernie muller been hit at least three times and uh Car dealerships have been hit. I mean, you just name it, and they're <laughs> – excuse me, it's the cough everybody has uh, – have been hit all over the place, and they there's 
you know, until they arrest them and, and you get so many of them in jail, it's the same people coming back out and doing it again. And even if there's some new ones coming along, if they see that nothing happens to them, that's just to say, Hey, why are you not going out and taking what you want? Because nobody, nothing happens to anybody. And, uh, if there's not any penalty for it and people get away with it, you know, why would it stop? It's not going to. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we come back. We're checking to a really cool Christmas gift idea. So stay with us. You're going to love this. grew up in the oil fields of West Texas. He's been all over the Western Hemisphere. A radio and TV veteran, former restaurateur, and a cowboy at heart. He's Earl Farrell, and he calls Memphis home because Memphis is cool. This is the Earl Farrell for Memphis show, brought to you by Southern Security, your home team credit union, and by Kathy Thurman Edwards State Farm Insurance. And now, here's your host, Earl Farrell. And thank you very much, and welcome back. <coughs> Excuse me, and this day where everybody's got something in their throat i can't get rid of it nobody else can either but hopefully my next guest doesn't have the throat um, complex that everybody else has mike moore who's the owner of buckaroo hatters uh, custom hats in covington tennessee good afternoon mike hello earl good to talk to you and i'm just now getting over my little <laughs> well, there, there you go we've all got it or you gotta get it this, that's right. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, was, I was trying to think today how many years ago was the first time I walked into your store after Tom Dees told me about it, uh, who, God bless him, he's passed now. Uh, and I so I drove over to Covington, and I walked in, and it was one of those kind of deals where you walk in, you feel like you're home the minute you walk in the place. And, well, thank you. And, and that was your old store. You've since moved back. Closer to right across the street from the courthouse, but it was on Main, both of them. Uh, that is correct. That's correct. But it's just I grew up in Texas, and there were places in Fort Worth that are a lot like your store, but no place anywhere in this part of the world is like your store, but your store. <laughs> no, it's not. And I wanted it to be that way, Earl. I wanted it when people came in, they could feel at home, they could see a lot of Western memorabilia from wild animals to Western plants. Just things that we grew up with and mm-hmm. like and share a common bonding. Absolutely, and it's uh, it, I love it that you have all these pictures of of movies that we've all grown up with and watched and loved, and you see the hats that they wear in those movies, and you don't get those in Hollywood. <laughs> no, you don't, and you can't find a lot of those in some of our local uh, Western wear supply no. uh, stores here in the area either. Well, and what I love about what you do is that you, this is still, it's a, it's a lost art almost to I be mean, your handcrafting hats from uh, real beaver uh, felt and uh, you can get as expensive as you want to um, even the, the, the least expensive are cheap, but, but that's because these are not cheap hats. These are the quality hats that, that uh, people over the years have come to say, I won't take anything less than that. And anybody that owns one of your hats will refuses to take anything less than that. Would you agree? <laughs> I do agree hundred percent. And you know, the, the great thing about it is it our entry level hat, that hat can be worn in the rain, the sleet, the snow, the hot sun. 
they will hold up. There is no hat that is waterproof, but these hats are very water resilient, and they will take care of you if you take care of them. Well, it's uh, I know my son, he's a huge fan of yours. All the people he works with, and he's a he's a cowboy, works out on a ranch in Mississippi. Uh, his now his bride, she got her wedding hat. <laughs> yeah. There, in fact, I put up pictures of her and her father. Uh, I some of the pictures I put up on my Facebook promoting the show today, and uh, it's and then when people see those hats, they say, "Where did you get that hat?" Because they don't look like any other hats. Would you agree? I agree, hundred percent. And uh, I received a picture from the wedding, and I was in awe that all the people that had on hats and. It looked like about 90% of the people there from across the Mid-South that were in attendance were wearing a hat that I had made at some <laughs> point in time for them. You're exactly all, right. You can spot our hat. People have gone to Las Vegas to the NFR here recently in years past, and they'll have people come up and say, hey, that hat was custom made by Buckaroo. Right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, it's, it is that good, that unique, and you should be very, very proud of it. And that's why I wanted to give you a call today. I'm trying to sh- showcase people who make something that, that you could give as a gift. And there's a lot of people that really have everything, you know, uh, and they've got cars, they've got jewelry, they've got, you know, and you don't just do Western style. Well, that's predominantly what you do or Western style hats, but you, you make snap rim hats, you can do derbies, you can do the poker hats. I mean, all you do is take a picture, grab a, a drawing, uh, exactly. and bring it to you and you sit down and, and it's a very, it's a very, uh, personal thing with people there and their hats. And I've sat with many people while you're interviewing them about what they want. And it's really an interesting process. It is Earl. And, and the great thing is, is, uh, you know, if you reference the Western hats, the Fedora hat, which was what was only worn by the people in the 30s and the 40s, Humphrey Bogart, Indiana Jones-style hats, mm-hmm. flat tops, and literally come in with a picture or a drawing and, and let's talk. And what we look at, we ask a few questions, you know, how are you going to wear the hat, how often, uh, and I'll look at your, your, your body build, your face, your shoulders, your eyes, and, and 99% of the people uh, will agree that when we've designed that hat for them, some of them may want a brim that's too wide for them and actually kind of go over that with them and show them that it may be too big of a brim. Uh, they'll use those shows that size of your recommendation, and they're happy. Earl, the main thing is you need to wear the hat, not the hat wearing you. Yeah, and, and, and that is true because a lot of times you look at a hat not on you and you i love the way that hat looks then you put the hat on you and you go that hat is not me that's correct and i'm i'm a prime example of that there's some styles that i absolutely adore that we make but when i put that hat on it does not look right on me Mm -hmm. and there's two or three other styles that i wear consistently and uh and other people can put that on earl you're one of those prime examples that style of hat that i've seen on you before looks wonderful on you but when i put it on it doesn't look right on me as it does on you it's weird but that's the reason you have to go there in person this is not something you can do from afar i mean you can get the ball rolling but at some point you're going to have to travel to covington tennessee and sit walk in this store that you're going to love and you'll be glad you did 
Uh, and they come they come from all over the world, don't they, Mike? They do, Earl. They do. And, and one good thing about it is, here's one thing I like to promote. Not only is the handmade hat made here by us in the shop in Covington, but the body, the fur, the raw body that we custom hatters get, it comes from the great state of Tennessee. So this hat is literally made from start to finish in the great state of Tennessee. And I am one of only very few that can promote and say that right now. In the old days, were there, I mean, hatters were everywhere. They were in major cities, Chicago, because everybody wore hats. And according to the history that I know about hats, it was John F. Kennedy that really killed the hat industry when he didn't wear a hat uh, as president. Well, a lot of people, you know, have made that statement. But in, in my heart and belief, when I look back, I think the World War II and the automobile, right after World War II, changed so much that the returning soldiers from World War II were tired of wearing their helmets, their hats that they wore. The automobile roof got lower, and that changed the dynamics of the way men and women wore hats. And I really believe in my heart, and talking to other hatters, we agree that we feel comfortable in saying that the uh, automobile industry in World War II changed that. Well, that does make sense. I know my father was that way about it. He, uh, having to wear, he was a tank commander, so he had to wear headgear all the time. And, and then just being in uniform, you had to have your head, had to have your cover on. And a lot lot of guys, when they came back, they said, number one, I'm never wearing another uniform. Number two, I'm never wearing another hat and quite possibly never another tie as well. That's right. You know, so, but that's, you know, just, Everybody, you know, but a lot of people do believe and feel comfortable in saying that JFK may have done it. But here's another great thing about the JFK and the hat. When he went to Dallas, that he went to a breakfast meeting, and he was awarded a hat from a custom hatter there that was very famous. And said, put the president, put the hat on, Mr. President, put the hat on. And he said, I'll put it on tomorrow, come see me. And he handed it to an aide, Earl. He never put that hat on and that hat has disappeared. Nobody, nobody knows where that hat was that was presented to him. It's never been found. I'd always heard the story about him being given the hat. Was that a Stetson? No, sir. It was from a company called Peter Brothers Hat. Wow. They they made hats and gave them to a lot of dignitaries and they, I knew Joe Peters, who was the grandson and his grandfather and father presented that to President Kennedy that afternoon, and the press went crazy wanting to put it on, but he never put it on. He just handed it to an aide and said, come see me tomorrow morning, and I'll put the hat on for y'all. That is, a great, that, that is a great story. Here's a couple of uh, people that have just written on your, your website. It says, I'm a hat collector, uh, SASS member, and a Civil War reenactor. I've purchased many custom hats and shopped, uh, shopped, seen, and tried on thousands over the three decades. I've satisfied my passion for headwear. Uh, there are a lot of good hat makers out there, but I found uh, only one unique maker uh, who has the ability to do whatever I want, and that's uh, Buckaroo, which is a heck of a statement. And here's another one. It's uh if it'll move for me there it is buckaroo hatters is more than a cowboy store mike moore makes a great fedora also he made the fedora from a 1936 photo of a hat my granddad was wearing he did a fantastic job the proof is in the wearing russell brock uh hatchcock arkansas 
And one more said, I recently placed an order with Mike for a hat, similar to the one that Daniel Day-Lewis wore in the movie Let There Be Blood, known as the Plainview hat. Since I'm in New Jersey and Mike is in Tennessee, I sent him a few pictures of the hat. We had some discussions about it, and he he kept me uh, in the the loop, and I ended up getting the hat that I I have now and love every bit of it. It's so it's uh, as we said, these are people all over the world that find out about you and trust you enough to do the whole deal long distance. Exactly. You know, and I've been very fortunate when I started making hats, Earl, I had no idea that uh, I would become famous. And I had no <laughs> idea that I would be making hats for a major motion picture or a major television series that was about three years in the running. And, uh, I've been a very lucky individual. Well, you're also, you know, you're a good guy and people like doing business with people who are fun and you're a fun guy. We're talking with Mike Moore, who's with uh, Buckaroo Hatters in, in Covington. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. And we'll tell you just about how you can, uh, you can order a hat, how you can get in touch with him and how long it, the process takes. So stay with us. We'll be back and talk hats right after the break. Welcome back on this uh, week before Christmas, and we're talking with the owner of Buckaroo Hatters in Covington, Tennessee, and he, he is an expert veteran hat maker, and he does an incredible job, and he's made hats for people all over the, the world. He's done it for people making movies uh, when they see his hats, and because uh, it's like uh, Taylor Shepard, when they want the gear, they want it to be authentic gear, and those people are totally uncompromising, and they won't take something that looks like it was coming out of a, a dime store or what they used to call it drugstore cowboys <laughs> that, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well i promise you you put these hats on you, they i don't care whether you're green or not you will you won't look it uh i'm going to give out the phone number this is the main number uh, to the store it's 901-907-7436 it's at 201 south main street there in covington and they're not open every day they're open monday through wednesday they're closed. They're open Thursday, Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., Saturday 10 a.m. to 5, and Sunday 11 to 4. I remember for years you were all helping on Saturday afternoon uh, or Saturday morning and afternoon uh, because yeah. you, you had all the business you could you could take, and uh, <laughs> you still, if somebody were to want to say, I want to, want to talk to you about a hat, what's the process and how long would it take from what we're looking at right now? No problem. Well, the first thing is, you know, uh, if you, if you were to come in the store, for instance, uh, we'll go over that. We'll go in the back. I have a lot of fall hat bodies. You pick out the color, the X rating, whether it's both the 20, the 50, or the 100 X rating. We then wipe them in information. Uh, and I will tell you currently right now, if with the hat bodies that we have in stock to work with, Earl, we're going to tell you about five weeks out. Okay. That gives me some lead time, Earl, if my boiler was to go down or a sewing machine. But here recently, we're getting them back into the customer's hands in under three weeks right now. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, we're, 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 we're very fortunate, Earl, because we've reinvested our money into raw hat bodies where my customers do not have to wait like they do with some of the custom hat makers across the U.S that have to wait 12 to 18 months to get a precise color in that they don't have in stock. 
Well, and and that is part. Explain the the X. What it was a, a triple yeah. X, a, a quadruple X, a hundred X. What yeah. what does that mean? All right, from from our supplier that makes the hats all of us custom hatters. They make three grades of Western hat bodies. They make a hundred X Western body, which there is, that is a hundred percent pure beaver fur. That is the top of the line in the beaver industry. The next body that we buy from them is a 50-inch. It has 50% beaver fur and 50% uh, wild hair. The 20-inch is the entry level, which is, here again, it'd be 20% beaver fur and 80% wild hair. And a western hat body, when they weigh that fur to go to the scales, that western hat body will weigh in at 7.5 ounces, and and they have stiffener added to them. That's why western body is more firmer, Bigger brands and stiffer than a traditional pure beaver dress hat. And then, uh, in addition to just the hat, the hat shape, it's also the trim of the hat, the hat band, whether you want ribbon or whatever, because yeah. there's a lot of things you can do that. And then, my son likes a, a trim that goes around the actual edge of the brim. Yes, he's uh, JB and a lot of other people like the bound edge on their hat. That's a ribbon that is sewn onto the edge of the brim of the hat. Some people will want it to match the hat. Mm-hmm. Some will want it a different color. You, Whatever you want. That's the difference of working with a custom hat maker than buying a hat from a box store. Where everybody's going to get the same cookie-cutter look from the box stores. And I, we were recently at the John Wayne Museum at, in Fort Worth at Stockyards, and it was really interesting yep. looking at his hats over the years, they really changed very little, his Western-style hats. Uh, he had different hats, but they were always very similar. And do people get a hat style, and they, like Gus and Lonesome Dove, they get a hat, that's their hat for life. You can just about, I can go, yes, I can go across the country, and I can just about tell you, Earl, when I see somebody with a hat, I can just about tell you what part of the country that person may be from, by the style of the hat mm-hmm. that you're wearing. Yep. In fact, California, there is a style called the the buckaroo that is a yep. pl- flat brim. Uh, it almost looks like a, uh, a Toro hat or a Spanish hat. Yep. Uh, and yep, then yep. you get into the, the, the Texas-style hats with the Texas crease and rancher crease. Yep. Uh, and uh, then you, you get up to the north country, and they're different up north. And so oh, definitely south. <laughs> But, but but a hat a hat is a tool for the for the working cowboy, such as your son and all those other great hands that work the feedlots and cattle ranches. That hat is a necessary tool yeah. for them. And Earl, those those gentlemen that work those big ranches, they will spend that money for a great high end hat and their saddles and their spurs. And they, they'll tell you, when they leave out in the morning from the block house at 4 or 4.30 in the morning, they have no idea what that weather's going to do during the course of that day. It may rain, it may sleet, it may be 100 degrees, but they know those high-end quality hats will make it through the day. And I will tell you this, the, the felt hats that you make, uh, you wear those in the winter, you, your head will not get cold. In fact, you'll break out in a sweat. If it starts getting a little warm someday, and uh, you've got that felt hat on, because they are <laughs> yeah. they they kept the yeah. beaver warm, and they'll definitely keep you warm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. W- well, you do a great job, you, you, and everybody at your store is just 
super nice to everybody that comes in and don't be shy if you've never been into a store like this before because they they treat everybody great and they'll teach you about it you'll know more when you leave uh and you'll be glad you did uh mike Bohr is the owner and the name of the place is buckaroo hatters in covington tennessee thank you mike and merry christmas all right we're gonna take a break we'll be right back stay with us And thank you very much, and welcome back. Uh, of course, a lot of people be traveling. Some have already headed out for holidays to go gr- visit grandma someplace or just uh, some place neat, uh, maybe snow skiing for the holidays. Uh, but when you go off and leave your residence, uh, do you worry about it? Uh, well, you should. Well, the Shelby County Sheriff's Department our office has a uh, has a program that they've been doing for years. And then when you do go out of town, you notify them if you live in an unincorporated area of Memphis, uh, in other words, not in Millington or Collierville or the city of Memphis, and that's who the sheriff's office patrols. So you can call them and say, I'm going to be out of town on these dates. Would you just make sure somebody kind of checks on my house and does a drive-by? And that's going on right now. We've got Lieutenant Joe Fox on the line right there, one of my former associates when I was with the sheriff's office. Good afternoon, Joe. Good afternoon, Earl. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. This is something that the sheriff's office offers. I don't think a lot of people know that it even exists. Yeah, we do. Uh, so what we ask is uh, for the community of Shelby County to contact us before they travel. And uh, we offer the services to the unincorporated area of Shelby County, the uh, town of Arlington, the city of Lakeland. Those two areas provide uh, police services for. And just so what we ask is before you travel or uh, especially during the holidays that uh, reach out to us and let us know that you're going out of town and uh, we'll come by and check on your residence throughout the day in the evening and the night to make sure that uh, you're home and safe while you're away. And if you can, I mean, this is the one of the big problems we've been dealing with here for some time now is just car break-ins and car thefts. If you're leaving town and you can get your car that you're leaving behind in your garage, put it in your garage. Would you agree? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely, yeah. It's, it's best not to leave your vehicles out on a tenant, especially when you're not in town. Um, but we asked uh, with with the sheriff's office, we've got three convenient ways that you can reach out to us to uh, schedule us to come by and do a vacation check for you. Uh, one way is you can call us at uh, area code 901-379-7625 and uh, talk to our dispatcher and just let them know some key information about where you live, uh, how long you're going to be gone. And uh, again, if you do have a vehicle that's left out, what the vehicle is and the make and model and then also, if you have anybody that's, come by, that's going to come by and check on your address while you're gone, if you have any pets in the in the address while you're gone, so that our deputies know when they come by, hey, you know, this, there's going to be somebody there checking on it, or, you know, there, there may be an animal in the backyard, so we make sure the animal doesn't get out. And then the uh, other way you can do it is through our website. You can come to uh, go to www.shelby-sheriff.org, uh, click on resources, and then click on vacation patrol request. And there'll be the information that you fill out uh, online there to tell us the different information we need. And the last way will be the Sheriff's app. So if you can download our Sheriff's app, if you have an Android device, just go to the Google Play Store. Or if you have Apple, go to the Apple Store, download our app, and then uh, you'll be able to click on the exact same uh, request. It'll say Vacation Patrol Request down the, the bottom left-hand corner and fill out that pertinent, uh, that, uh, pertinent, pertinent information for us. Also, you do safety checks on people that if you're elderly, they live alone this time of year. Uh, they'll go check on that. How do they do that, Lieutenant? That'd be the same thing. To just uh, reach out to us or our dispatch, let them know. They'll get, they'll get a hold of our volunteer services bureau, 
and then our community services division can come out there and they'll check on those individuals that uh, need to be checked out checked out on uh, during the holiday season. And if you didn't catch any of the numbers, just go to the Shelby County Sheriff's Office. Make sure you put in there Tennessee because there's a Shelby County, Alabama. I used to get calls all the time from people wanting to know about That's something. Right. <laughs> that ain't here, pal. <laughs> okay. Right. Lieutenant Joe Fox, thank you, sir. It's good talking to you again, and Merry thank Christmas. Thank you, Earl. Good, good talking to you, too. All right, bye-bye. All right. So there you go. That's the service a lot of people don't know about, and I just want to make sure everybody got that information that uh, the uh, sheriff's office has so many programs that they, they're they out there that they take care of the community that I think a lot of people just don't realize what they do. And uh, they get special services. These are people that are volunteer, and they come out there, part of the reserve deputies uh, contingency, and uh, they're doing everything from being EMT, uh, medical personnel, to uh, search and rescue, to uh, just uh, patrol. I mean, there's people that come and, and patrol uh, three or four nights a week and, and uh, make very little amount of money out of it. They do it out of the their feeling of duty and, and support for the for the county and the residents. So uh, always, I always have a special place in my heart for the Shelby County Sheriff's Office and all the deputies. Uh, always say thank you whenever you can. I know that when I was, <laughs> it would be someplace I'd have my badge on or my shirt that said Shelby County Sheriff's Office and People were always buying me lunch. I had to stop wearing it because I was getting fat. Everybody was always saying, thank you for your service. I went in and I don't think me think those men and women out there on the streets that risk their lives every day. And they do, but they're a good bunch of people. They do great work. And, and it's a very difficult thing, especially now because everybody's shorthanded and you know what that's like in your own world, in your own company. Uh, there's not enough people to get it all done and they still have to, to, to do the job with the resources they've got. So God bless them. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and wrap things up. So stay with us. And welcome back. Yep. Just a week away. The big day. Uh, and, uh, you know, <clears throat> when you think about it, especially back to your days when you were single and it was always uh, that was a weird time because you maybe you just started dating somebody do i buy them a gift uh, what do i do it's christmas how much should i spend on them what should i get them uh and then once you get married you don't have to worry about it anymore because your wife will pick out what she wants and don't you worry about it it's all taken care of uh but i did see this survey i thought it was pretty interesting 65 percent of men agree that if a woman identifies herself as this on a date it's red flag what is it? Well, it's a, wait till you hear. Uh, bad smells, loud talking, and getting too close too quickly are all major red flags when dating someone new, Americans told Fox News. I think it's just being really friendly and touchy with other girls is a red flag, Cassie from Arizona told Fox News. Joseph said it's a red flag if a potential girl star, girlfriend starts invading his personal space. <laughs> you got to be kidding me, man. I'm sorry, you're getting a little too close. Did you step back, madam? Uh, when she's getting a little too comfortable and kind of breaching your privacy zone, he told Fox News. And, you know, the individual barrier zone. <laughs> this guy I want to party with. Uh, then Jacqueline's answer was simple. She said, they smell bad. <laughs> That's a red flag right there. Excuse me, ma'am. Uh, you don't smell that good today. Uh, Lindsay said talking about past relationships is a red flag. I would agree with that. If they start to talk about their 
ex or mention another girl's name or other partner's names, that would definitely be a red flag, she said. Uh, Brindley from Arizona agreed. Talking about other dates that have been on, that's and what had happened on that day, she said, that's that's pretty bad. Unless <laughs> it's funny. You know, I can't believe what happened on this date. Uh, Gary warned against meeting a partner over the internet. No kidding. I mean, I know that a lot of people do that. I know people that have done that and met really interesting people. But from the people I know that have, have tried that, and I know some people are still single that say that, yeah, they've met people on the internet. You can look at their pictures. You can look at their, their history and you know what they do for a living, that kind of stuff. But they also say people lie. <laughs> and they put up pictures of them that have not been taken recently. But it says... Don't always believe what you read online because when you meet them, they're a different person. Hey, this picture, you look like you're 25. Well, I was in that picture. <laughs> Most common red flag for men who nearly two thirds agree is a partner identifies as a, get this, a communist. <laughs> Wait, can I get this straight? You're a commie and you admit it? According to a change research a survey published in September for women, uh, with more than three-quarters agreeing, identifying as a MAGA Republican was also the top red flag. <laughs> you mean you want to make America great? you got to be kidding me. I'm from Israel, and our country is at a big turning point for the future, and some people don't really want us to exist, Jones said from uh, Israel, told Fox News. For me, the minimum is the least understand so that their political stance does really matter with me i can understand that matthew from south carolina said he wasn't sure what red flags would be for him and i said i've been married 26 years so i'm out of practice on this he told fox news <laughs> I, it is a it would be a weird world to date in now because you've got the woke generation uh if you're if you're conservative and they're not you know you get that thing and I just don't remember really ever talking about politics with anybody when I was dating, you know, it's where do you want to go tonight? What do you want to eat? Um, and I never, anybody say, you know, you don't smell so good. <laughs> yeah. Well, are you a communist? So <laughs> I guess it's a, it's a brave new world out there. I, I don't even know where you go. I mean, I remember back when, uh, I was single, you had all these, it was back, uh, I got here in 78. So it was part of the disco world was going on. You had nightclubs with dancing, and you'd go there and dance and meet people. And, and then there was all these restaurants you'd go to where uh, they had bars, and you you could hang out at the bar, then go sit down and get something to eat, uh, have dinner. Uh, they had uh, backgammon. A lot of places would be set and play backgammon, and you get to know people that way. But now I don't think they go hang out in, in places. If they do, it's like they go in groups of uh, people, they're not really together. It's not like there's a, a date. It's like some girls go along, some guys go along, and they all sit there and text while they're with each other. So who knows who they're talking to? Now, I just remember going to football games with my son and daughter at the Mississippi State when they were in school there, and you'd see big groups of young people walking by, all texting or emailing on their phones, and they're all together, but they ain't talking to each other. <laughs> it's just bizarro. And then you get this University of Florida officers honors course on Taylor Swift. That's right. University of Florida's honors program is offering a course that this upcoming semester on Swift, the Harvard uh, university will also host a class this upcoming semester on the singer, as well as several other universities. 
At least one school, the University of South Carolina, will use the course to teach students real skills about business. Make a lot of money. <laughs> says in this class, students will fearlessly jump into, then uh, fall into 13 gorgeous weeks of discussing Taylor Swift's discography. I don't know what the discography with a focus on her evergreen songwriting and UF course description. Students will also draw parallels between Swift's enchanting lyrics and works by other famous female masterminds, such as Aretha Franklin, Billie Holiday, and Dolly Parton. The honors program course requires students to write two online discussion posts and see a musical about Gloria Estefan, among other assignments. <laughs> it's a college course. I would have taken this course. I've been there, right in there with uh, golf and bowling. Class instructor Melina Jimenez declined to comment on how the students would be applying the knowledge they gained from this class because <laughs> she can't do it and why the course is in the honors program. The University of Media Relations team did not respond to the same questions sent twice in the past two and a half weeks. Don't respond, man. It's a trap. Jimenez has an interest in uh, promoting diversity, equity, and inclusion, according to her teaching philosophy. In Florida and many locations around the nation, lawmakers are pushing back on diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts, she wrote. This is likely in reference to the Governor Ron DeSantis' efforts to limit woke content in higher education and reorient state, uh, she wrote, that uses a culturally repressive or responsive pedagogy. Pedagogy. It's like demagogy, but pedagogy. And make sure to include LGBT authors. I also choose articles by women, non-binary, and LGBTQ writers so that students are exposed to a wide range of ideas and we can have uncomfortable conversations about using pronouns in a safe environment where they are encouraged to ask questions. Yeah, I was saying a minute ago, I don't think I could date right now. I don't think I could be in college right now. I mean, you keep asking going to college and going, hey, this looks like a course for me. We can have uncomfortable conversations about using pronouns in a safe environment. Amenis applies this DEI lens to the swift course. People have very strong reactions because she's a woman. The instructor told the student newspaper at the alligator. She can sing about a topic and a man can sing about a topic and she gets all the hate where the men don't get any reaction at all. I don't I have not heard her. Anybody say they hate her. All you hear is how much everybody loves her. She was at the Chiefs game uh, yesterday, and they kept showing her, uh, yelling about her boyfriend uh, getting a penalty or something. I'm not sure what happened. But uh, Harvard also recently announced that Taylor Swift, her world class for the upcoming spring semester. Taylor Swift is a good way to think about what it's like to have a lot of eyes on you and wonder what to do with your privilege. Instructor Stephanie Burton told the student newspaper, look around and ask, I'm pretty ambitious. I got this place when I was pretty young. What do I do next? What do I do with all this attention? Which is part of the problem when you think about it. Anybody becomes famous anymore. It's no longer you just you're famous. Now you got to have purpose to your fame and fortune. You can't be somebody that uh, made a lot of money. He's got a nice house and makes some good movies. You got to say, so what are you doing to 
to help the world, to change the world. Other universities started following the Taylor Swift course trend with one course using the singer as a way to teach about business and management. Uh, Northeastern University and the University of South Carolina also announced that they will be teaching a Swift course. You know, the thing about it is uh, you can make a lot. Of, if you make a lot of money this, on her tour, she can make a billion dollars just off this tour she's on. So in, in the business world, there's a old saying that, that volume cures all ills. So when you do a billion dollar in sales and your cost is not anywhere near that, it's nearly all profit. Uh, you could be a real idiot and still make a lot of money. Uh, Northeasters speak now gender and storytelling in Taylor Swift's uh, eras. Course will be taught in the upcoming spring semester. The course will focus on how women's literary and cultural influences on genre and narrative have shaped the artistry of Taylor Swift's teen or ten eras or 10 eras t-e-n according to the university announcement what i don't even know that she's got 10 eras anyway i don't think taylor swift's going away anytime soon so i guess get on the bandwagon get your kid enrolled tomorrow on the taylor swift school of business that's it for us for today we'll be back tomorrow same time be safe out there